welcome to our first <laughs> Yo Manage Challenge! <laughs> All right, this is a Yo Manage Challenge episode, as you've surmised, and uh, that's a bit of a tongue twister. And I wish, I, I feel like there must be a better pun in there or some sort of One better we'll wordplay. Okay, out. but for now, it's called a Yo Manage Challenge, and Jenny is going to explain what the heck that is. Yeah, so the purpose of these You'll Manage challenges are to give you guys little actionable things you can do to stay on top of being a great manager, which is what we're trying to help you guys achieve. Yeah, and it kind of came out with this idea of like, we're getting a lot of information out of the interview episodes, but just like when I, you know, read a great book or an article that's got lots of tips, sometimes it's a bit overwhelming. I don't know where to start. Sometimes I'm just like, hey, this is awesome. And then I, I don't go and apply it. So the idea of the You'll Manage Challenge episode is that there's something more kind of concrete and actionable that you can immediately try and do. Yeah, and so we're going to try to break down some of these bigger concepts into small steps that you guys can take on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. Mm -hmm. So for our first challenge, we have a task for you for getting to better know your direct report. So in episode one, we talked about stuff about how important it is to really understand what your direct report wants out of their careers, what they enjoy doing, what they don't enjoy doing as part of your career conversations. And actually, Steph is in my living room right now making a pie, but she's not part of this episode. <laughs> so our challenge for you to better understand your direct reports is to be able to answer three simple questions for one of your direct reports in, let's say, the coming week. That's the timeline we're going to give to you. So whenever you start listening to this episode, you've got a week from now to answer these questions. One, what is one thing that your direct report enjoys doing? Two, what is one thing that they don't enjoy doing, something that they dread? And three, what is one passion or hobby they have outside of work? So pretty simple, hopefully. Yeah, just those three simple questions. So if you listen to our first episode where we interviewed Steph, who is busy away making the pie right now. <laughs> if you use any of Steph's frameworks, tips and tricks from episode one, you should be able to uncover the answers to those three questions easily. But in case you feel something like the good time journal um, that she suggests, maybe too time consuming or a little bit too daunting, mm -hmm. Harold and I also have some quick and dirty ways you can tackle this challenge of getting to know your direct reports better. Not too dirty, I hope. <laughs> so I'll first start talking about something which is the time breakdown exercise. And basically what you want to do is just sit down with your direct report and say, okay, just break down all your work that you do in terms of percentages of how much time you spend on each one. So maybe they are someone who has to meet clients and that's 30% of the time, 20% of the time they're doing proposals, another 20% of the time they're spending doing internal reporting, um, whatever the breakdown is. And it, you know, it's really up to you and them to figure out what kinds of types of things that they're doing, right? Maybe they can break it down as in writing and meetings and so it doesn't really matter too much. And I think you should let them lead the decisions and what that breakdown is. And then ask them after they've broken down what they're doing today, roughly by percentage, it doesn't need to be super accurate, what they would like it to be. And then start digging into, okay, you said that you're spending 30% of your time with clients. You'd like that to be 50%. Why is that? And that's just a way to start talking about... And you uncovering know, what, some yeah, of those things what that drive you, them. Exactly. And I really discovered the value of this exercise recently because I was working with um, someone on my team and they were spending a lot of um, a particular quarter doing a lot of kind of 
documentation process development type work. And at the end of the quarter, they were like, why do we spend so much time on this? I really didn't enjoy it that much. And it really wasn't until then that I realized, oh, this is not something that they find very interesting or fun. And I do know people on my team who who would really enjoy that. So then you deliberately kind of changed yeah, the so percentages. Yeah, so I had to spend the time to be like, okay, what is the breakdown you would like? And then it helped me consciously think, okay, how do I work towards that? I can't promise you it's going to be 0% of the thing that you don't love, but I can work towards the percentage and you should be able to feel that we're working towards the percentages that you want. Um, and I think that's, you know, that's really useful for a conversation with them. Yeah, I think I might have to borrow that one. You know, these are the kind of conversations that we have outside of the recording studio <laughs> and and um, we like to share these different tips and tricks yep. um, and try them out on our, on our teams. So, you know, the, the other thing I would suggest is doing this life narrative exercise that I learned from the Radical Candor book, um, the Radical Candor podcast, actually. Mm-hmm. And I tried it on my direct reports. So it's really easy. You just schedule a one-on-one time. You can schedule it for, let's say, 45 minutes to an hour and just simply ask them this one question, which is, tell me about your life starting from kindergarten. And for that whole hour, just listen to them. Tell them, let them tell you the stories from, you know, from kindergarten, how, you know, what their hobbies were in middle school, what they did in college. And as part of this exercise, I discovered a lot of new things about each of my direct reports. For example, one of them actually really enjoys being part of a team. And that person uh, talked about all the sports they really enjoyed at school. And because of that, they really love doing team-related activities. And I would have never have known that if I didn't do this exercise because I just assumed and thought he preferred to work individually because he tends to be more on the quiet side or seemed shy. Um, so knowing that, I proactively would make sure to assign him to projects where he gets to work and be part of a team and um, that keeps him motivated and engaged. And on the flip side, I discovered that my other direct report, um, who I thought seemed very outgoing and is always talking to people, she actually turned out to be more of an introvert based on what she told me about her life, going from kindergarten and going to school and everything. And so it's just a great way to just dig a little deeper of understanding who your direct reports are as people and what ultimately may drive them, what interests them and what they care about. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a, a fun thing to do with your team. And what's great is all of them came back to me and said that they also found those sessions super therapeutic. It was almost <laughs> like a therapy session for them. And they discovered things about themselves that they didn't realize. It does sound a little bit like a therapy question. Tell me about your life from kindergarten. Is there a little bit of discomfort at the beginning when you ask them that question? Um, I think because at, by that point, I had worked with these two direct reports for quite mm-hmm. a bit and mm-hmm. we've had built kind of a mm-hmm. strong report and trust. And mm-hmm. I think in Steph's episode, we talked about that, right? Like yeah, yeah. you should, certain of these exercises may only make sense if there's that mm-hmm. foundational trust mm-hmm. that's built in and they're comfortable in sharing. And I think because I had already done that in that sense and I share with them, so it's reciprocal. So they're okay. also very comfortable in sharing these mm-hmm. kind of, candid stories about their childhoods and their personal lives. Okay. I mean, I would imagine it's it's just as useful to do something slightly smaller scale if they're not quite ready to for that therapy session is, you know, if even if it's in a more casual setting, you take them out for coffee or lunch and you're saying, oh, what did you do for fun in like university and college and 
And did you do a lot of extracurriculars? Did you, were you involved in a lot of school things? And then maybe talk about your own experience. And that's just another way into hearing more about that. But I think it's a really good point that hearing about their past and what they enjoyed doing then um, and what they got a lot out of then is a good way to understand them better, um, especially since maybe now that they're working, they've kind of put those passions aside and they think that that's in the past but it is uh, to your point right whether it's they really like team sports or um, something else maybe that's um, useful insight yeah and there's um, definitely different ways to uncover them and you know as you said just through coffee or you know just making sure when you come back from the weekend just ask them hey what did you do this mm -hmm. weekend sometimes those are the kind of the most opportunistic ways to kind of get a little peek into what they do outside of work and what they enjoy doing outside of mm -hmm. work Jenny and I did student government together in, in middle and high school. So maybe that's a, that was an indicator in what we, we would enjoy doing <laughs> in the future. Governing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I hope those were two useful tips. You know, you can use them if you want or not. The time breakdown exercise and or the life narrative exercise. But the point is, try to answer those three questions that we posed to you for you to be able to answer. You don't have to ask them directly, but be able to answer these three questions. What's one thing that they really enjoy doing? What's one thing that they dread? And what's one passion or hobby that they have outside of work? And let us know how that goes over the next week. We love to hear from you. What did you try? What worked? What didn't? What was surprising? Uh, what reaction did you get? If you can drop us an email at feedback at yourmanage.com or even better if you can record a voice memo on your phone and then email that to us we might include that in a future episode yeah we'd love to hear from you guys all right so that's your you'll manage challenge for the coming week and good luck and don't forget to subscribe for more tips and more challenges coming your way and and the you'll manage podcast <laughs>